Welcome everybody to a brand new episode of the Dragoncast. I'm Brian Daniels and uh, my buddy Victor is still out. Uh, he actually had some dental work done um, this past weekend, had all his wisdom teeth taken out and I, I definitely understand how that feels, but I am not alone on this episode because I've got a couple people here with me. I have uh, Miss Kona Sankey here with me. Welcome to the show, Kona. It's good to have you back. She's no stranger to doing the doing the podcast. It's uh, it's great to have you back on the show. It's really nice to be back. I, I miss you guys. Well, we miss having you on. It's good to have you here. And uh, our second guest, she's also no stranger to doing podcasts. She's been on this <laughs> show with me uh, a couple of times. We've, we've done a couple episodes. None other than my wife, Raven. Hello, everyone. And uh, it's good to have uh, <laughs> you ladies on the show with me today. Um, and uh, we're going to get into a few things here. Um, but uh, how are you guys doing? on this uh, uh you know you guys doing okay how's you know how's it going how y'all doing what y'all getting into lately too much i way <laughs> too many things happening way too many things happening yeah oh well i mean it it's always the the like uh hurry up and wait where you go and you get something going and you're like well i've got time to burn because i've got to wait for something and then all of a sudden something changes and you've now got three things kind of like cramped together in your time and and not not so much time to breathe and and make sure that you're uh i don't know getting actual time to just relax yeah no i completely understand that i mean this this is a time of year people get usually the busiest right mm -hmm. now with the holidays coming up and um people trying to, you know, make their plans and, you know, whether it comes down to going shopping for gifts or things of like that, which we're going to get into that here as our first uh, topic of discussion today. Um, Raven, what about you? What are you getting into lately? Uh, I've been getting into a lot of like skincare stuff. That's like been my downtime and my uh, self-care kind of stuff is because like Kona said, just getting a lot, having a lot of different things going on and that's just usually how I squeeze in my me time but yeah 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 and and guys I want to let you guys know too um a few programming notes before we get too far into this first off um this weekend is a holiday uh, this week is a holiday so we got the uh, U.S. holiday a U.S. holiday that's right that's right by the way this is an international episode of the Dragon Cast because Kona's coming all the way from Canada. Yeah, our our holiday uh, happened earlier. Uh, Your holiday we, already we, happened, we, right? Yeah, right. we we have our Remembrance Day celebrations on November 11th, and 11th. Uh, yeah, so right. we my my daughter had a four day weekend because they took a Pro D day followed by uh, 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 following the Remembrance Day off. So Got yeah, it. gotcha. But uh, we, but uh, that's right. It's it's a it's a U.S. holiday. I gotta clarify that. Thank you for for that. Um, so so Thursday we have a we have Thanksgiving. Of course we got Black Friday, which might as well be a holiday here. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a shop. It's the biggest shopping <laughs> day of the year. Yeah. Um, coming up. So uh, if you're not familiar with this show, uh, first off, thank you for listening to us and however you found us. But uh, we do not do shows. We take breaks on uh, holidays because we all have families. We want to spend time with our families. And so anytime there's a holiday, um, we do not record the weekend of the holiday. So we will not have a show next Monday. Um, and then, of course, uh, coming up in December, uh, we'll have Christmas and we'll have uh, New Year's. 
So those two holidays back to back, we will not, we're going to take a two week break like we always do. So uh, that's coming up. Um, but I want to say, uh, speaking of Black Friday, uh, that's the first topic of our discussion here is, is shopping. Tis the season to go shopping in mm-hmm. and uh, be as rude as we possibly can to people while we're trying to go get gifts. No, oh but um, <laughs> last night was crazy. I, I don't know about you guys, but I, as someone that used to work in retail for over 10 years, um, I did not look forward to Black Friday see, as I a retail did. employee. You did? Mm-hmm, I did. Why did you look forward to it? I See, I worked retail probably as long as you did. And I just, I don't know, for me, at least back then, not anymore, but I was the the bubbly, cheery, like just really got into the holiday spirit. And um, oh, no. I was already bubbly and cheery and everything anyways. Oh, no. And so, so you were the person that like, I wasn't the annoying kind. Oh, okay. Because I was like, you're not just like, hi, welcome to, <laughs> like, no. I want to punch you. Like, no, I wasn't that bad, but, um, but I yeah. did enjoy it. I just, okay. I was the one who was able to find the people who were being cheerful instead of being ungrateful. Mm, yeah. What about you, Kona? Did you ever work retail? I, uh, I have worked a lot of jobs and, retail honestly was my preference um yeah mine too. It, it related like we're, we're of course looking at me having roles from like basic like busing of tables in restaurants all the way through to like card shops and of course now the the work that I do mm-hmm. and the retail side where I get to actually interact with the people who are getting the product mm-hmm. and yeah like that that interaction is always just kind of that hey I don't have a lot of social energy but I get five minute conversations that I don't have any commitment to and it just it satisfies that need that is a great point I love that um and I was thinking about it and being cashier when I worked retail was my favorite because I did get to have those quick interactions with people when yeah yeah that's a great way to put it. Did you ever, um, now our black Friday is a little bit different from, from your holidays there. Right. So like, so, you know, uh, for those who don't know, um, you know, we do this thing called black Friday. It's the day after Thanksgiving every year. It's been yeah, uh, the day after American Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving. <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> um, and this has been a thing that Americans do have been doing for a very long time, right? I mean, yeah. I can't even remember when when it started. Way before we were alive. Oh, are you serious? Has it been I'm that pretty long? Pretty sure, yeah. Are you sure it's been that? Here, I'm gonna Google it. it but it's been I don't, anyway. <laughs> um, I don't really remember when I was a kid here in America, like hearing the word Black Friday when I was a kid. But absolutely, when I was like 18, 19, 20. So I don't know if it's been just like formally a thing that they just didn't put a name on it. But I know within the last two decades, Black Friday has been like the, the, the thing. And it's our biggest holiday, uh, shopping holiday of the year here in America, in the United States. Um, what is what is that? What is the equivalent of that day in Canada, Kona? Uh, for shopping days, yeah. we, I mean, we really don't like we have a much milder Black Friday, um, especially oh, yeah. with, uh, I guess, the the level of catastrophe during black Friday in America <laughs> over the last while um, yeah. it's, it's become a very 
expected thing here in Canada that we have, uh, we celebrate Black Friday for uh, like the whole week. So sales start, uh, I actually got a Black Friday deal today. Um, and it's nice. like, yeah, it, it's safer for sure. Um, but uh, we also here in Canada don't get to don't get to quite benefit from the type of sales you guys get. So like, I mean, really? you guys, you guys often have like, I, I know all sorts of uh, like different, uh, different uh, demographic people yeah. that go to the U.S. To, it, for all sorts of different things that they can get cheaper there for like these big shopping holidays than they could ever imagine getting in Canada. Really? So, so we get the better discounts here. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Well, I mean, even, even the the whole couponing thing, even that happened like across America. I mean, it's not quite as as big as it was, but we we never we never got that. You, we had uh, we had a lot less in the way of couponing options, and of course, most wow. uh, most suppliers being based in America would also not allow like crossover of their uh, coupons and services. So right. we generally didn't get, uh, we generally didn't get a promotion at all when you guys would get these sorts of promotions. That is very, very interesting. Now I know, have you had a, an opportunity at all to see how we act on Black Friday? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you say, you say we, are you talking as about- in, As in Americans, Americans get on I the- have seen- the I have the crazy videos the the crazy scrambles of people that look like they're either fighting for a train in Tokyo or they're or they're in the middle of a market in India where they're just everybody pressed shoulder to shoulder people falling underfoot and getting hurt and grabbing and Uh I I don't know it's definitely not my cup of tea I'm I mean I'm a social shopper more than I am a, I'm here to get the best deal and get in and out quick. Yep. Got it. Yeah. So I, um, I have unfortunately got to experience myself the crazy, um, having worked in retail. I used to work at Walmart. Uh, I thankfully have not. It's been a long time ago. It's been like, I think 2006 was when I worked at Walmart. And, um, yeah, it's, it's insane. Like it, it blows my mind how people get for these, just, it's just material stuff that they're going to probably not even like care about in, mm-hmm. you know, in, in a year or two, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I could understand a life or death scramble if you were facing like food shortages, but sure. life or death yeah. to get the latest TV or iPhone, it just That's, not, it's crazy. It, it's yeah. not where my values lie. And so it, it has never really appealed to me as something that I really even want to watch others do. Right. I mean, <clears throat> I, I, um, when I worked at Walmart, I, they, we had like, this is, this is just goes to show you how long there was. There was a big pyramid stacked of PS2s and people were, someone grabbed like three from the very bottom and they all toppled over on the crowd of people. Oh no. And Black Friday, I mean, at least back then, I can't, I don't think it's as crazy now like it used mm-hmm. to be, especially because of COVID. I mean, COVID has really well, that's what I was changed. Just 
I would hope the, that it wouldn't be the shopping scene, you know, like mm-hmm. especially since last year, they didn't really do Black Friday last year here. But I know for me, like it got so crazy that we had to like guard pallets of items mm-hmm. to prevent people from getting the you know, because the for those who don't know, I mean, there was a time when uh here in here in the United States, Black Friday was the only day people could get deals. That yeah. was it. You know, we didn't do that with you now with this whole, oh, week-long sales event, week-long Black Friday, like sales start Monday or early Black Friday, you know, like they did yeah. last week <clears throat> here. And I think they're, they're doing that now because they don't want the crowds of people to show up on one day like they used to do, mm-hmm. you know, in like the mid-2000s, early 2010s. And... Um, well, and a Just lot of people would, would start to do like the the things they do for concert tickets, where they were like camping out and stuff too. Oh, right. Yeah. I, I I've seen basically tent cities pop up around around these businesses just prior to black friday i mean people are there two three days in advance sometimes from what i've seen like i i don't i I don't like tvs that much like (laughs) well and it's funny because it wasn't until i think probably well it's been longer than a few years ago now but probably about 10 years or so that places started opening up on Thanksgiving here with their Black Friday sales. And I feel like this year after COVID, at least that's what I'm seeing. I haven't looked too much into the trend yet, but that's kind of what places are going, places are kind of going back to the way they used to be, where they're being, they're closed on Thanksgiving, but they're doing like week long sales and then like just having certain big ticket items on sale for like black Friday or something like that. Or they're doing like a different deal every day of the week that they're not announcing until that day. So people can't come out in hordes and like attack each other for it. Right. You know, so I'm hoping that things are a little calmer this year. I, and it's crazy because when I worked at Walmart, we didn't get Thanksgiving off. They had to work Thanksgiving Day, and it was mm-hmm. almost mandatory for everybody on the overnight shift, which is why I worked to mm-hmm. to have for work. It was black was uh, you worked Thanksgiving night, and then you worked like overnight in, into Black Friday. You had to work Black Friday morning. Mm. See now, when I worked at Target, but now uh, they have they have Thanksgiving off now. Walmart actually is closed this year. Yeah, here in the yeah, America that's that's what I'm saying for like I, for, for Thanksgiving uh, for Thanksgiving. That's what for, I'm saying. Like I'm hoping that things are going back kind of to the way they used to be mm-hmm. in terms of being closed on Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. not having the sales start Thanksgiving night mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. into all night. Cause I mean, you got to think though, too, I mean, places used to be open 24 hours a day, you know, our Walmarts used to be open yeah. 24 hours a day here in the U S and then yeah. they, a couple of years or so ago, a few years ago, they started closing. Some of them started closing at midnight. Do you, and now ours is closing at like 10, 10 o'clock, 11, you know, 11. so they can't do things. They can't operate the way they used to. Do you guys in Canada have any 24 hour retailers? Um, 7-Eleven is 24 hour retailer. Um, it depends on the community you're in for one. Um, I of course live in a pretty small town. So our only 24 hour is the 7-Eleven. Which is a gas station, um, right? Is that a gas station? Uh, I 
I think they're a gas station. Like a convenience. Um, yeah. I know. I know in America we have Seven Elevens and they're gas stations. I don't know if they're the same thing in Canada, but yeah. Um, but you guys were bringing up, I guess, the that uh, that situation where the sales kind of dance on the toes of of a holiday that's supposed to be kind of mm. somber and and just like easygoing and yeah. things like that and honestly <laughs> we kind of deal with that back with our holiday for the month in that we've got quite a number of people in Canada who are very I guess um strongly opinionated that from the from the point that it is no longer Halloween from November 1st to November 11th you wear your poppy and you don't play Christmas music. You don't put up the Christmas decorations. You don't do any of the Christmas stuff until you get past Remembrance Day to remember our veterans. Mm -hmm. And I see, I see great arguments on both sides in right, that right. they fought for us to be able to do what we want when we want to, but yeah. also that, like, again, this, this sign of respect that a lot of people seem to be i don't know moving away from in yeah. in just the changes that society is making in the vast globalization of everything right yeah i i, I get it and that's a really good point that you brought up at your remembrance day too because it your remembrance day like you said isn't necessarily just a day like it is here like our veterans day here is just one day like that's literally it. Like they'll have sales over the weekend, like retailers will for veterans, uh, veterans day sales, but they don't just apply to veterans. Like veterans will get discounts or free meals at restaurants on veterans day. And that's it. And like, there is no, like, there's no remembering in the sense of like what you're saying, like nobody puts up trees, nobody, you know, they wear their poppies. They're like, that's not as big of a uh, remembrance here, unfortunately. Are your, um, do the shops in Canada, like big box retailers, like Walmart and things like that, do they have the tendency to like start selling like uh, Christmas or holiday items, like well in advance of the holiday? Um. I, I would I would agree in the strongest sense because I mean even you just bringing that up I've got this memory and it it still to this day frustrates me so grade eight this would have been what two thousand like two thousand one yeah and I get out of school last day of school we've just been let out for summer and I go to Walmart after school to hang out with my friends. And they've started loading the shelves with back to school shit. <laughs> like, Damn, that's quick. It's, it's like, really, we don't even get one day where we don't have to think about school. Mm -hmm. Nope. And it's, I mean, it's kind of a rush to do that. Even a lot of the, like a lot of the stores, like you'll have the, the smaller retailers um, will often like choose like one way or the other that they're going to take the stance or they're not. Um, people will do the venting on Facebook. They will do like 
I guess, grumping to friends and family and all over the place about, mm -hmm. oh, they're playing Christmas music in there. They're not doing anything uh, to be respectful for our vets and, and give them their and give them the time that they like deserve and and the honor that they deserve. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's there there is definitely like the the difference in in that we just have a very different scope. And I, I apologize, I'm getting uh, I'm getting a Facebook call. I'm just trying to get it turned off. So I'm just yeah, you're, okay. <laughs> you're fine. That's really interesting because like we have we have retailers put Christmas decorations out to purchase before Halloween. Before before Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's the thing is, is like it's um it's crazy how fast we try to we try to celebrate holidays uh in the in the shopping sense. And I mean, I guess as as someone who has worked in retail, I get it because you can't wait two weeks before christmas because these sometimes these displays take a long time to make mm -hmm. you and, you know you've got to think of the the weeks it can take to switch out merchandise and to make the room plus you know trucks coming they're gonna give it to you you know mm -hmm. so i mean if i had full, full control of my retail store i would be like look don't give me christmas stuff until after november 25th or whenever the whenever thanksgiving is here that way I can at least say, okay, now I have the last week of November to put out Christmas stuff. And, but then you can't do that because they're going to send you like a whole bunch of Christmas stuff that you have to get through, Yeah, which is why they put the, the stuff out so early. But, um, but yeah, so I mean, we got Black Friday coming up and um, there's a lot of deals mm -hmm. here. Um is there anything in particular that you guys, like when you're shopping for, we'll say holiday sales, mm -hmm. is there anything you look for in particular? Well, one other thing I kind of want to point out too, we've been talking in oh. the sense of, sorry to interrupt you there yeah. for that, but we've been talking in the sense of physical and like brick and mortar retailers, but most people, especially last year, did their online, did their shopping online. And it used to just be like a Cyber Monday. Mm -hmm. you know, instead of, you know, that was the Black Friday version of the internet shopping. And now all the sales and everything that I've been seeing for this week have, of course, been online. So that's kind of interesting, too, to see how that dynamic has changed over the past couple of years, because I never really paid much attention, honestly, to online shopping. It was just something I never really got into until, of course, last year when we couldn't go anywhere. And everything mm -hmm. was closed down physically. Yeah. So that's another thing too. Are you going to be um, physically going out and doing shopping for the holidays? Or are you going to be doing most of your shopping online or, you know, a mm -hmm. mix of both? Because what they've been talking about online is um, purchasing early. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're having the sales starting like earlier in the week and throughout the month, because there have been worldwide shipping shortages and delays. And so if you want to get your order in time for Christmas for your gift, you have to order now because there's no guarantee that it will get there on time. Right. So that's another strategy that they've been doing. Right. Right. I, I actually just got, a, I just got an email, maybe not yesterday, maybe the day before saying that an order that I made uh, is, is delayed. They didn't tell me how delayed it is, but that it's, it's delayed and, oh, here's, here's 50 points 
to uh, to I guess make it up to me. Fifty points doesn't tell me when my package is going to be here. Right. Yeah. But uh, it, I mean, I I like I like to shop early or like I find out like the things that I feel I need to get on sale because it's just a bit of a stretch to my budget to get the the quality I want at the price I can afford. Is there anything in particular that you're hoping to get a deal on? Yeah, that kind of segues into what you were asking. Yeah. Um, honestly, I I haven't actually been looking at the Black Friday sales uh, as like a genuine thing. I ended up picking something up just today because I knew I was going to that store and I saw their flyer in my lobby. And <laughs> nice. I, I looked at the flyer while I was waiting for my, my ride to arrive and sure enough, saw a couple things. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll go check it out. And if they actually have it in stock, I'll, I'll maybe grab one. And I ended up picking up, I've got a, a new uh, con- little desktop condenser microphone thing so that I've got a mic separate to uh, all of my devices. Nice. nice. Um, but aside from that, it's, I mean, I've been, I've been spending my time lately as a kind of like on the other side of this whole equation in that, I mean, I've been prepping all my stuff for Christmas to be releasing and selling uh, like my, my art and my nice. uh, greeting cards and things like that. Cause of course this is like the biggest buying time of the year. And if I don't get on this, then I, I have probably like less potential for income until somewhere at the end of summer to like the the weight of the Christmas season just weighs so heavily on that portion of the year being all the income. And so, I mean, it's nice because of uh, the fact that I do a lot of, uh, I guess, digital design work, web design, stuff like that as well. And so I've got the consistent clients and even more so now because everybody's actually making the attempt to get online. But I mean, you guys were saying how you've got the, the months in advance, they know they've got to get ready for Christmas, but they've got all these things to worry about with like stocking and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. I've got experience with Christmas markets locally and they're like basically known as like the biggest markets in the area for uh, artisan vendors to go out and sell their wares. And in order to book my, my space at that event, I get priority, obviously, if I've been at that, at that event before. But right. if I don't book in March, I don't get to do Christmas shows. Yeah. Right. Like, it's, right. it's so skewed in that regard. And again, Christmas shows paying immediately for their next year's event it's uh yeah it's a it's a weird season to be a vendor and I I feel like as much as I have put a bunch of time and effort into doing the the market vending stuff Uh and like the work on that I definitely know that I I don't want to put all my time and energy there because it's I, I don't like the push like I don't again, with Black Friday just not being that much of a draw for me, mm-hmm, sure. it's, yeah, I don't know. Shopping therapy is nice, but it's, it's also expensive and doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't do it like other activities do for me. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, in terms of, you know, what we want and, you know, 
purchasing and, you know, what we look for, um, for Black Friday and, you know, holiday sales in general. Um, that's kind of subjective in, in the terms of most, uh, most retailers online and otherwise are pushing electronics and like small appliances. So I think that's what a lot of people tend to gravitate to or say that's what they quote unquote want because that's what is being advertised or has been pushed the past at least several years. Can you imagine how crazy it would be if Black Friday was like during tax time? Oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. Sitting here with <laughs> headlights like Could wow. You imagine if like we just decided, you know what, we're not going to celebrate Thanksgiving in the US until like February, middle of February, late February, late February, first week of March, and then we're gonna have Black Friday then. Yeah, I I'm already like that way worse. Oh, like yeah. it would be way I'll worse. Be, if we did. We have tax taxes this year to the point where it it uh, it affected my GST return because I I was like uh, like I think you're supposed to be completely filed by April and I filed in July, so. Yeah, tax season is is already crazy enough. If you can make your taxes into that season, I mean, and I'm, I know that there's so many people that are late getting their taxes just because there is so much to do. The, the oh, world yeah. is so busy. Yeah, yeah, but um, but I would say uh, this is gonna be the final thing we'll touch on here, and we'll move on. Um, I feel like a lot of the reason why people aren't doing the the uh, online shopping though is because of the shipping problems so i feel like we're gonna see a lot more people go at least here in the u.s um go to the retailers um but it also kind of makes me wonder how much stock does the retailers have because they've been having issues keeping up with normal stock as it is you know with you know during the year i mean i know Kona, you had told me you guys have you have a toll paper shortages even over in canada now yeah, but, well, I mean, but, obviously, our right now our situation in in southern BC is a little bit a, sure. a little bit drastic. Um, we've had like storms and and uh, landslides. We right, had right. Hope closed out, and I, I've got a friend who actually was stranded there, and he's only just finally gotten out of Hope today. Yeah, he's oh, been wow. there for like a week now. Yeah, but, um, and we're yeah. not getting, not getting milk and stuff through because the roads are out and it was not something anybody expected to happen. Sure. But, but I just, know, like the normal act, uh, the normal um, shortages and things like that, that uh, in regards to just the, the manufacturing in general, mm-hmm. um, the shortages are doing this chain reaction thing. And it's, it's starting to obviously affect things like all the way up through like our, our vehicles, down to down to whether or not we can get um, like the the everyday items. It's not so much that we can't get like the toys. Uh, the toys come and go, and I mean, there's there really is a lot of them to go around. But when the when the shortages start to hit your everyday items mm-hmm. as a manufacturing deficit, it's it's definitely a lot more detrimental to yeah. ongoing productivity and, and right. the like, but you have distributor uh, distributor issues where like the big stores have such an advantage over your mom and pop shops where they get first priority. If they put the order in, they want a thousand units and there's only 1200 to go around mm-hmm. all the little mom and pop shops get order of, 
priority seniority or ordering size to determine whether or not they get anything at all. Right. Yeah. So, but I'm, but, um, but yeah, I just feel that, you know, that that's going to key in and that's going to play a factor because people are kind of not wanting to order online because they don't know what the shipping, but um, small businesses, but you know, hit up <laughs> small, businesses. small businesses, but let's go ahead and move on from uh, talking about black Friday uh, and shopping to uh, a really serious topic that's been um, discussed. Uh, this has been going on since July uh, Activision Blizzard. I know, I know Victor and I talked about this a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for those that are out of the loop, um, Activision Blizzard is a video game company. They are a, a, a publisher as well as a, as a developer of video games. You might've heard of them. They make games like uh, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Overwatch, Diablo, um, those are just the, the big ones to name a few here. But uh, it was reported back like in July or June or July that uh, the state of California uh, sued Blizzard, Activision Blizzard, for gender discrimination. Um, and uh, on top of sexually harassing women. And um, they had originally named the uh, former senior direct, uh, creative director of World of Warcraft, Alex um, Af- Afrasabi. I think I'm saying that right. Um, in, in that. Saying that he had had a hotel room during BlizzCon, uh, which is their big convention they have every year, uh, in 2013 and in the Cosby suite. And it's just that other employees knew about it. Now, they um, they had several Activision Blizzard employees walk out back in July because of the uh, constant, as they said, constant sexual harassment and workplace discrimination. Now, uh, I know Victor and I have also talked about this before on other episodes of you know uh, the workplace discrimination. Women are not getting treated equally. I mean, that's just a general thing. That's 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 just outside of gaming anyway. Women getting treated differently and unfairly, and not being treated as equals. Um, but in the gaming world, um, you know they're having women getting sexual harassed. Um, they had a Cosby suite where uh, people would go and meet and hang out with some other top. Where they would invite women for uh, informal networking. As, as they say mm-hmm. so um, did you 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 said 2013 for this for this blizzcon thing that had happened the the incident that happened yes that's uh, part of the state of california suing. that's just one incident by the way. and i'm just curious i i'm not as familiar with uh the how recent the the cosby case even was what what was even known about what was going on with bill cosby at in 2013 because as far as i knew that case and everything that resolved from it or through it uh was more recent than that i i'm not sure i'm not sure why they called it the cosby crew i know they had a um they had a picture of bill cosby in the cosby suite um i mean he has had i mean i I don't want to get into a big long conversation about bill cosby 
but I mean, he's always had allegations against him for, for a long time. Like even in 2013, like he had, right. He's had, he's had several rape allegations, um, you know, like slipping drugs into women's drinks and things. So that's yeah, a whole other conversation throughout the years since the eighties, since his um, TV show. But so he's, he's had that. So the, the thing is with this, uh, Cosby suite is, I mean, it kind of speaks for itself, unfortunately. Um, possibly possible but anyway one source told um kotaku i'm reading this article from the verge that uh the original intent wasn't sexual saying it was a reference to cosby's iconic ugly sweaters that's that's why but um cosby already had faced multiple sexual assault allegations at that time in 2013 I mean, yeah he's been mm-hmm. having, he's been facing that for a long time uh and other sources apparently understood it as a reference to them so i uh for those who have listened to our previous episode about the Activision Bullshit, I said that, you know, I'd provide an update uh, when we had first talked about this, when the full report came out about the allegations going on at, at Activision Blizzard. Um, so there is an update. We have, I, I have an update for you guys, and I'll, you know, we'll discuss with uh, Kona and Raven here. Um, so the Wall Street Journal just this past week came out with a brand new report that detailed the CEO of Activision, Bobby Kotick, that uh, detailed Kotick's history of harassment and abusive behavior while also saying he knew about the allegations, no surprise there, Mm -hmm. and incidents of abuse within the company for years. Now, Kodak has reportedly told executives that he may consider stepping down if the company can't fix its toxic work environment with speed. And um, he said that uh, his status as CEO was, has been addressed by uh, Activision and Blizzard leaders last week, saying that um, some employees won't be satisfied until Kodak hands in his resignation. And uh, they are expressing, uh, Kodak has allegedly expressed regret for his past behavior, yeah, until he got caught. Um, and his handling of the harassment that went on during his 30-year reign in the company. Now, there's uh, within this report, and I'm going to mention this stuff, and then we will we'll have a discussion about this. Um, a few things happened in this report. I'm going to go over these right now. So uh, this is also from another um, article from The Verge that went into this on uh, November the 16th. So um, in one instance, Kodak was aware that a former employee at an Activision-owned studio alleged she was raped. There you go. By her male supervisor, we had kind of discussed whether or not that had happened. Well, now we go. According to the Wall Street Journal, but Kodak reportedly kept this information from his own board of directors mm-hmm. and didn't tell them about the eventual settlement with the employee. Um, in 2006, one of his assistants, that would be um, Kodak, complained that he had harassed her, including by threatening in a voicemail to have her killed according to people familiar with the matter. He settled the matter out of court, people said. And then another one, in 2007, he was sued by the flight attendant of a private jet he uh, co-owned. The flight attendant claimed the plane's pilot had sexually harassed her. And after she complained to the owner, to the other owner, Mr. Kotick fired her. The defendants denied the allegations in a separate action related to legal fees in this case, an arbiter, Citing what he said was sworn testimony that Mr. Kotick told the flight attendant 
and her attorneys, I'm going to destroy you. A spokesman for Mr. Kotick denied that. So let's talk about this. Um, so we have a gentleman that is the CEO of this company, very well-known gaming company, you know, that, that was pretty respected for many, 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 many years, talking like 30 plus years, very well-respected company. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think about this, man? Like, like what, how does that make you guys feel? I mean, especially as females. Well, you, I think it's, like I think it's rather telling that, um, he was on the, he's been CEO or on the board or what have you for 30 years or 30 plus years. And this is still ongoing. Like there is absolutely, especially within the past few years that this is still ongoing. Had this come out, um, you know, or he had done an investigation or anything, you know, even a few years ago when the whole Me Too movement, you know, was going on mm-hmm. and everything, that would have been a little bit more, I don't even want to say acceptable, that's a horrible term to use, but um, that would have been a little bit more, I guess that's that's the only word that's coming to mind, um, if he had actually stepped up and done anything, even in July. But now that he is actually being part of the investigation or the main, one of the main focus of the investigations, um, I do have to commend the uh, other companies that have a relationship, business relationship with Activision Blizzard, that they are seriously considering (laughs) that relationship now, like whether they even want Mm -hmm. to have one and how um, deep this thing is actually going. Yeah, I would absolutely agree. I Xbox, for example. What about Xbox? Stepping away from. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's the other thing that's too. Say, considering their business relationships is, with them. Um, my, uh, Phil Spencer, mm-hmm. the uh, head of Xbox, announced. Um, it was like three or four days ago. It was just yesterday, a couple days. A couple ago. days ago. Um. Anyway, the, the, the during the weekend, that uh, they are seriously considering. Uh, their uh, it says here in the I'll read it from the I'll just read it from the Verge article here. Um, so <laughs> this is interesting. Uh, this is actually crazy because it looks like Microsoft and Sony are both in agreement, which is good. Mm-hmm. It's good. They it should be about this matter. On um, PlayStation, it says. Yeah. Um, Bloomberg reported that PlayStation boss Jim Ryan Mm -hmm. told employees we do not believe their statements of response properly address the situation. I'm looking at that on a different one, too. Um, Bloomberg also reported that Xbox head Phil Spencer told his teams that Microsoft is evaluating all aspects of our relationship with Activision Blizzard and making ongoing proactive uh, adjustments. So what I have heard, uh, and I'll and I'll just kind of go forward with what they are saying. Rumor has it that uh, we might be seeing um, these companies take these games down from their store. Uh, like Call of Duty Vanguard just came out this month, uh, about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, huge game, huge uh, you know yearly release is, is Call of Duty. It's a ginormous. Uh, game that tons of people myself included play 
and um, yeah, you were it's a game. A it's a game that I enjoy, mm-hmm. and uh, but I, I kind of can't help but enjoy it a little less. Right. Uh, actually, a lot less, um, knowing that the people that made the game could potentially. Well, I'll say this: the game is published, and I want to clear this up. The game is not made by Activision, so I don't necessarily have too much of a problem playing Call of Duty. Because it's not made by Activision. It's made by, uh, there's Treyarch and then there's, uh, I think it's Infinity Ward or Sledgehammer Games, one of the two, that, that actually create the game, not Activision. Activision does not make the game, they just publish it. Blizzard, on the other hand, they make World of Warcraft, they make Overwatch, they make Diablo, and things like that. And it would be very interesting to see if. Uh, you know, Sony and Microsoft decide to take down these games from their stores. Now, do you do you guys believe that they should do this? Um, that these games shouldn't be sold. How do you feel about those that possibly stream the games and, and promote the games, knowing that this is an ongoing investigation? So, how's that? How do you you know? Do you feel like the, the people should support these titles? So up until so, now, up until now, it's been kind of back and forth, and I can understand that because investigating certain employees of a company, even it's a even if it's a vast mature, majority, is not the same thing as having the president, CEO, and owner. You know what I mean? Who is the leader of everybody being involved? So you can't necessarily blacklist or you know what have you an entire company and all of these games for a number of employees actions while that was being investigated so i can kind of see that hesitation between then and now now i think it's fantastic that they are reevaluating this and taking a stand as far as what streamers and what have you are doing that's really tough to say because they make so much money off yeah. these games. Yeah. Like you, you've got streamers like Dr. Disrespect who play Call of Duty. Tim well, Tatman. it's not just about like that, saying that they make so much money off of it. It's like that's their career. Yeah. Like they would have to do an entire overhaul mm-hmm. almost Kona, of their career. Kona, what are your thoughts on this whole on this situation? I'm I'm just doing a mic check. This is uh the new mic plugged in. Do you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Okay. Um, so in regards to this whole situation, I I feel really, really torn when it comes to the boycotts in situations where there are so many people involved with creating something mm-hmm. that ends up being beloved. There's so many people involved yeah. that didn't do any wrong in this situation and right. honestly built their careers on on this game which is now entirely tarnished by what has maybe come out in a higher level that didn't even connect to them but again it it's a tarnished reputation for not just those at the very top and it's it's definitely detrimental to those who are trying to i guess keep their their jobs and careers in in these positions because people are boycotting so strongly nowadays and it's just it's culture is very relevant in our society so it's it's definitely a really hard situation because i think when it comes to down to a game that has been released especially when they're when they're older titles 
if the game itself is not the content of of concern mm-hmm. or 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 is not in any way connected to the content of concern then the actions of any one individual in in a in a group even if that that meant the detriment of the the coworkers and employees mm-hmm. um i don't think that it's shining badly on the game going forward to those who really like the game for for the art that it was or that they like i mean they they've got their their nostalgia their memories and honestly the the ability to share those things via like youtube and streaming now is is great but when people lash out at these games which again it's like hey i i i'm invested in this game emotionally and not because of some guy who really I didn't know the name of. I, I couldn't care less what his name is. I think he's I, I think he's a horrible person if these things are actually true that are being said about him. But again, I don't think that his tarnish alone should be why I stopped playing the game. Right. And that's a great point. And I don't necessarily think that and I love that perspective and I can absolutely see. And I guess for me, it is really difficult because it comes down to the point of who exactly are you supporting? You know, I mean, are you, because honestly, those employees, they probably see a fraction of oh, yeah, a very, very small fraction or, for sure. You know, and is this something that those employees even want to be a part of, you know, or mm-hmm. is this something that those employees, do they want to stay with a company who has, you know, covered these kinds of things up and, you know, yeah. if nothing's well, being done, you know, are they even still there? And, so- and that's, I think that's kind of where we can, we can draw a safer line mm-hmm. for for boycotting without affecting those who have been affected themselves by this situation like if if we if we hear these allegations and especially if once they've once they've been proven that this is this is what happened and it's not somebody trying to go after somebody's career out of some sort of vengeance or just because they feel like it they're a troll um it if we like if we see these things and we hear these things it is i think that is the point where you say i will no longer support the the future content i like if this person's going to be involved i want nothing to do with it like now that now that that has changed and the employees have a oh we lost her you support the did you lose me so um yeah if if you have the ability to say well i i support the employees and and the workers and that's what we that's what people seem to be aiming for by doing these boycotts is supporting them but by simply by simply lashing out at what at the creation that everybody was involved in it's not hurting the one person the most it's hurting everybody Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I think there's definitely ways we could we could go about, I guess, making making the impact and making the change by by forcing uh, our our interaction with the new content, especially mm-hmm. like we we you vote with your dollar. 
Like right. where, whatever you spend your money, that person's now got money to keep doing what they're doing. And even if these are like temporary, um, gosh, I'm, I'm totally losing words tonight, guys. So I apologize. Temporary restrictions or temporary uh, severments, sub, help me, <laughs> severing of business partnerships mm, temporarily like yes thank you yeah, yeah temporary. uh, temporarily while the investigation is ongoing mm -hmm. you know and then coming out with you know what is quote unquote right for them to do mm -hmm. you know in terms of these relationships i mean it's kind of akin to like when you hear about a celebrity who, or like a, or a basketball player or a uh, an athlete who has allegations against them what do, what do companies usually do nike pulls their They'll pull their yeah. They they pull their contracts. They, yeah. You know, even when they're being allocated. But that's off, a lot right? easier because it's one person. Of course, like this. Oh. Is but they can allegations still are allegations are very very hard to deal with in the sense that it, it does it does damage whether or not they're guilty. Yeah. And the allegations themselves need to be taken with with the grain of salt with with the open mind that there could have been something that we missed. And again, in this case, from, from the number of accounts that we're, I guess, hearing about and that seem to have been involved for such a number of years, it, that, that tells me that there is more, more likely than not, a, like the chance that he's, he's definitely done these things. Like it's, it's just again with with the detriment for the detriment for one like the responsible thing for a business or a board to do when there are allegations of something so severe is that they they get to stop being part of it whether or not it's temporary can be connected to no you get this resolved and then you can come back sort of idea but i think it's i think it's the top level executives that really should be making these decisions that hey no we need to we need for us to come out and say this isn't okay this this is not what our public wants either and it i mean it doesn't look good on anybody to have allegations like that so it i don't see why they wouldn't be in support of moving to to i guess remove somebody from that from that position even just, even just temporarily to ensure that there aren't things continuing or like that, like it doesn't hurt anybody to have them removed from a situation. It hurts them to keep somebody there so that it can keep happening. Right. And that's a great point. And that's kind of where I don't think that, and I could be mistaken on this, but I don't think that there was one certain individual that was a target or a focus in this investigation prior till now. It was multiple allegations against multiple employees of the company kind of as a whole in this in these departments that this was an ongoing situation by a group of people or groups of people um, towards women. And it was a general investigation um, of multiple people up until this point, where now that a specific individual has been named and allegedly knew of all so, of this. So, so let me let me is. let me step into the conversation. Please. But the, the um, yeah. Here's here's my thoughts on the whole. You know, if if, if Sony and Microsoft decide to take down 
these games, um, which is is a lot. It's a lot of games. Mm -hmm. Like we're talking like Call of Duty, uh, Diablo. I mean, Overwatch, all that. Right. I, I get Kona where you're coming from the fact that there are some good there, right? But at the same time, should we be rewarding a company with the opportunity to make money? Exactly. And allow corrupt individuals like Bobby Kotick, Kotick, who is still on the, he's the CEO of the company. So he's, he's, you know, should we be uh, filling the coffers, so to speak, of people who are corrupt and who could very well still be working at the company that are not, have not been outed yet to allow them to make money? And so you kind of have to look at it as, well, they should not be getting rewarded right now for what is going on, which I, so I believe personally that it, it uh, it's great that Sony and Microsoft are taking this approach and not just, you know, well, you know, they're just allegations. I mean, these seem pretty concrete. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of looking back to uh, the news reported back in late July when this all came out. There's several women have came forward. There's several instances of like cube crawls and some people saying that they had a frat boy culture. This, this is a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And they've already had 1,400 employees ask for codex removal. So, I mean, 1,400, but there's a lot of people that work at this company. And we're, mm -hmm. this, these two companies are ginormous before they came together. So... Um, do I believe that their games should be sold digitally right now? Probably not. Um, you know, uh, am, am I going to, you know, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm going to play the games. I mean, I, I like, I like Call of Duty. I want to play it, but sometimes mm. like the good in me is like, I don't know if I can, you know, like my conscience yeah. tells me not to do that. Knowing yeah. Well, and, I, and that's, and know, that's again, I, I think, Maybe maybe clarifying the uh, the direction of of emotion or the specific specificity of emotion in this is that it's not that like obviously if if you feel that you want to cut somebody off I it that's all that's all on you it's for you and it's it's your prerogative that's not for me to say that you shouldn't you shouldn't choose to boycott if you feel that 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 is just in the situation and that but to to go after like a, attacking the the livelihood of people because they they still play a a game publicly that has think, had the contract i don't think anybody nobody has been attacked publicly as far as i know for, um, for I, game. I've seen. I, it, I'm. I'm kind of talking more about like the uh, the the doxing, um, doxing sort of attacks where I'm they'll not. go after somebody and they they'll they. I've I've seen a couple articles uh, connected to um, streamers who had these had these games going right as the uh, right as this news kind of aired and people were lashing out very very strongly and unfortunately again it, it does it, it does affect the livelihoods of some of these people and as this individual who's just trying to have fun play a game and provide content for for the public mm. it, it's again I don't think we should we should really be involved in making somebody else's decisions we can choose not to watch that person we don't have to sure. we don't have to say anything about it 
Yeah, I mean, me personally, like, I don't care if people play the game or not. I just think it's kind of – I mean, me personally, I don't know if I could take money from Activision to promote their game if it was me. Like, uh, now, if you just stream the game because you're just, you know, you're BSing and you're streaming and you're not really caring about anything, anything when we're do, you do you. But <clears throat> the thing is, I feel like change comes when people speak up and it has to be people that are prominent mm-hmm. speak up. I myself can say all I want about how I'm not going to stream this game and I'm not going to play it, but it, it does it matters little unless I'm someone of relevance that, you know, if I get contract, I get contractually obligated to play games from that division. Then my voice is going to absolutely matter to the mo- to the masses. Right. You know, and I think that's how change happens. I think that's how change happens. Uh, you know, starts out. I'm not going to criticize these people. I'm not going to criticize like not disrespect Tim Tatman play Call of Duty, make a living off Call of Duty. But right. let's face it, Call of Duty ain't the only game they can play. Like right. you know, there's there's other yeah. things they can do. In the meantime, they're still going to get people watching their show, right? Hold on, but they but they're still going to have people watch their uh, watch their streams because they're going to have those dedicated loyal people. And, but at the same time, it's like. Um, I just I don't know. I wonder what I I don't think I've they've really been speaking out about what's been going on, but yeah. Well, and and some people don't. They just want to keep their right. streams, you well, know, not with not and not bring that attention to themselves. And I, I think I think maybe to like with with just how you've kind of you you switched the angle of, that you were um, I guess approaching this from a bit there, and it occurs to me that with the situations again with with these say streamers that we that i've been uh mentioning um with the choices that they've made obviously it's it's like it's as much their choice to keep playing that game as it is your choice to go to another nobody's taking away nobody's taking away with yeah um but i mean the other the other uh like I guess another way to go from from that point is that we have the ability to um, we have the ability to not bring the not bring the attention to the negativity. Um, There's an approach that they use with with parenting classes and with with even even pet training is that you you if you give them the attention that's all they want it doesn't they don't care what kind of attention it is it doesn't it doesn't matter if it's good attention that they're praising you for something it doesn't matter if there's bad attention and that they're lashing out and angry at you they're if they're getting the attention at all that's what matters and so that's, if you if you go and you if you go and you um if start talking about well i i'm going to speak out loudly about how i won't play all these games but feasibly, the you, the approach could be put in that you like this is why I play the games that I do. You okay. don't even have to mention the mm-hmm. the, the negative yeah, side. That's toxic. Just bring it. We're talking about two different things. Um, training different. training different. training children and dogs are completely different than toxic positivity. And that's exactly what ignoring yeah. these types of situations is, is toxic positivity, the good vibes only kind of thing. If you don't address a negative situation, mm-hmm. it's always going to be there, whether you mm-hmm. acknowledge it or not. Yeah. If you don't nip it in the bud, 
and get it resolved, yeah. it's still going to be a negative entity that's going to overshadow you. You're just not acknowledging it. And that's it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, I'll, I'll step in here real quick again. Um, with the whole thing, I don't know if, how familiar you are kind of without disrespect. He's a very popular streamer on, um, on YouTube. He, he was on Twitch for a while. He got randomly, he got banned on Twitch and nobody knew why. Right. So he could have taken the approach that you're coming with and saying that I'm not going to address it. I'm never bring it up. But you have to understand that when you are a streamer, you have a chat of probably 20,000 people at the same time. Mm -hmm. And you, that is something that you have to face as part of your job as a streamer every single day, every single hour that you stream. So of course, when he's streaming, he's probably constantly seeing people saying, why did you get me on Twitch? Why did you get me on Twitch? Why did you ban Twitch? For him to not, it's hard to ignore as a streamer when you have them, when you have your audience literally right in front of you asking you time and time again, why did you get banned? So of course he's going to address it, which I wouldn't be surprised if he, knowing, knowing how I, I don't know him personally, but knowing him and who the kind of person he is, I would not be surprised if he's already addressed the whole thing going on with that division. He's probably even uh, addressed playing the game. You can't just ignore these things, especially when I'm, you are I, on that. I think, I think of, the, I think the miscommunication that I've been trying to identify in this is that um, I'm, I'm not saying that he shouldn't address the questions and that he shouldn't be re responding to the fans that he's like, they, they're the reason that he is doing what he's doing as the job, like that he's got yeah. now. Like, yeah. um, but it, what I'm more meaning is like, it's, it's not the avoiding the, the issue and not wanting to address the issue. I was, I was coming from the point that um, simply simply choosing not to as your stance without starting from the beginning by essentially making like a grandstand and saying that I'm not going to do this. This is, this is why I'm not going to do this because I stand so strongly against this. And then you basically get rolling. Like, does, do you kind of follow, mm -hmm. like, I guess the, no. the, the order of actions and and how they're uh, and how they play on the situation. I think I see what you're saying now. Okay. Instead of him addressing, you know, questions about a certain situation, you are saying that a blanket statement. No, she's talking about the order of things. So she's saying that if he would have just came out up front before it even came out and uh -huh. said, "This is what's going on. This is why it's happening. This is why I'm not doing this," and blah blah blah. That would have been a whole lot different and um, focus, put the focus more on the negativity than if someone is, you know, it's then rather than him addressing the questions about the situation. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, just like I, I'm, I'm going to keep, okay. I'm going to keep I on still doing, doing what I, I'm on yeah. the same page now. Yeah. I still disagree, yeah. but I'm on the same page. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. So like you, you would rather someone just kind of like address it as a whole and then not field questions about it every yeah, day. Yeah, well, I, I don't I don't think like a daily address to a chat room, like if, if you stream every day, I don't think every single day 
uh, that you well, should go, out, go yeah. and say these statements like over and over again, because again, it's it's that kind of exposure in the the any news is any news is good news when it comes to uh, business and trying to get the exposure. Right. I mean, with the level of professionalism from shimmers like Doc and, and other things, they're going to address it and just move forward. Like, right. And they're not going to, you know, address the questions as they come in. I'm sure he's already has, you know, as, as knowing knowing him, like I know him in the sense of I've watched him watched enough him to know to know his personality and who he is. He's probably already talked about it and has moved past it. And his chat does a really good job of just moving past it too. Like, you know, they, they yeah, go, he, sets the he is, he follow. is in the driver's seat and they are in the back seat exactly. and they just go well, with, it should be. with it. And I think, I think that's a credit. I, I, I want to point the credit to his moderators too there. Cause it takes, it takes a hell of a team to keep a, to keep a chat orderly like that. I mean, whether or not there is yeah. tension in the chat about issues yeah. that they want addressed. But he's like and, gaming and I, I think I like I think yeah, that right. you you've definitely got a point that he's he's got a handle on things enough that he's oh, yeah. either already stated it or he's yeah. like yeah, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not as familiar with this so to anybody listening we're just using this as an example we do not know <laughs> And his stance on any of the above that we've talked about, this is just... Yeah, I don't really know. We, I've watched I think we started as kind... We started as a specific, so we had an idea of what the we had what base. the overarching was, but then we we didn't I, quite lose the specifics I until the end. I don't, so. know, I don't even know his stance on it, and I don't really care to know his stance on it. Like, yeah. I just, you know, watch him for entertainment purposes, and that's it. But, um, but my whole thing with this is that I, I just I hope the culture there changes and that change can only happen from within I hope that this I, I actually hope the CEO steps down because I think that's I think should I mean you get caught with your hand in the cookie jar like this and you get all these allegations I know his I know I he, think that was a little more than a cookie jar I know right, right. I know he as a person's like no I want to stay here <laughs> But let's face it, you know, he's he's going to get replaced or get voted out or something like because he has a board that he has to report to. I mean, yeah, but you understand that all of the people like the majority of the people on the board are his are, friends. are his friends that have probably also. I mean, you know, he's probably hired. Yeah. You know, personally hired. So, a, it, a, a company like that well, being well established well, with with a seniority in place is definitely going to have more uh, more trouble overcoming a situation like this because they're going to have filled up their their surroundings with the people who support them and are behind them. They they kind of they pump themselves up for that reason. Absolutely. Well, kind of like my final thoughts on the whole thing. I am just for one so glad that they are taking this seriously and that even you know Xbox and you know Microsoft and Sony and everybody is taking this seriously. Yeah. And um, and not just because they feel like they have to. Like this has been something that has been a serious issue. I mean, me personally, I've been sexually harassed in, in workplaces. I've been, yeah. you know, not of course to this degree, but any of it is bad. Any of it is wrong. Of course. And I'm yeah. so glad and thankful that it's finally being taken seriously. And the fact that it's still ongoing, even after the big me too movement a few years ago. Um, and of course that was mainly in the 
Hollywood entertainment kind of field, but it, you know, spanned everything else. Can I, can I cut you off real quick? Sure. Because you bring that, you bring up the Me Too movement. I want to say one thing about this. That shouldn't have been a movement. That should just be how it is. I know. I know. Well, and that's kind of where I'm going. That's my thing. This. Like, this, this but, should just be how it is. But that's where I'm kind of going with this is yeah. the fact that how yeah. differently things are looked at now as opposed to then. And the fact that he, the, I don't even remember his name, Tom, is it Tom? The CEO? Yeah. It's it's Bobby. Bobby. Jeez. Bobby Curry. Obviously wasn't paying attention that much um, <laughs> to his name. I don't really care who he, about him because yeah. he, someone like that, he doesn't probably even think that he's doing anything wrong. He's so, no, no, no. I, this is how. You really don't think terms, he, you, you don't think that he doesn't think for a second. I think perhaps in the beginning, he may have thought that he wasn't doing anything wrong, but but really, I I think with the amount of time that has passed, the number of people that have been involved, and the fact that there seems to have been a bunch of things that were like brushed under the rug while while somebody turned their head, and that obviously something's being hidden because there's shame in it and because he recognizes that what he's doing or has or did is wrong well what i mean by that is not in the sense of like you know right from wrong like obviously what he's doing is wrong and he knows it's wrong in the sense of morally but he doesn't care is where i was kind of going with that like he doesn't care he doesn't see that he should be held responsible for this because he hasn't even acknowledged that that anything has been wrong. That's not true. Has he? So I didn't read that part. So, so I he 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 said there was like he stated there was regret, like he expressed regret for his past behavior. Okay, so he he has acknowledged what he has done in the past, right? And. I think what really happened was when he started doing the things he was doing, it's kind of like, um, you know, when you do something, you know, when you do something you shouldn't do, I'm just saying in general. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, it's wrong, but like you want it to be right. And so then you try to surround yourself with people who make it okay. That's what there you did. go. Yeah. That's what he did. That's kind of like on my same. Yeah. You know, I, I felt her up, you know, not, right you know oh yeah i did you know he found his clique of people and then he probably hired them mm-hmm. to work at the company and granted well, it helps to people, be surrounded by enablers well, well hold on mm-hmm. granted i'm sure these people are good at their actual job otherwise he wouldn't just hire anybody right but he found the people oh, we're speculating closest to him that he could be like Oh, like saying sexual stuff to other people. Well, it to was put just a so, feeler out it there. Was who so was com- okay it was just it. so commonplace. And now then. it's just okay. But see, that's my point. It was just so commonplace then. But the fact that it's still ongoing with him, that's what I mean by like, he doesn't think he's done anything wrong in the sense of like, yeah, he may have quote unquote, uh, see, it says allegedly expressed regret for his past behavior. Um, You are only sorry you got caught. You're not sorry that you did it. You're not sorry that it happened. These types of people do not change. And the fact that he has been the head of this for 30 years, Mm. 
tells me all I need to know about him in the sense. And I'm just so thankful that the people who are investigating it and the people who are considering severing or evaluating the business relationship are taking it seriously because like you had said, it shouldn't be a movement anymore. Mm -hmm. Like that's, I don't know. Uh, I can't express enough the fact that, you know, those, those who are watching or those who are listening, wherever you are, if you see something at your job, say something like, you know, uh, that's, that's, that's what I, that's the I want to slam home to people. The the bystander effect is, I mean, the bystander effect is horrifying. Like it, it just the idea of it, the idea that, that, it, it helps more to, to like scream fire than, than rape. Yep. Like that's the thing. Women th- things like about. that. And it just stuff like co- communicating it, like that you see something that's not quite right. If you, if you see somebody that doesn't look comfortable in a situation, there's probably a reason for it. Mm -hmm. And whether or not they've actually addressed that situation themselves, especially in the case where you've got a superior who's the, who's the abuser, you, it, you kind of have to approach delicately because often you end up with almost um, similar to like when you, you, uh, you, you love your kidnappers and, and you, you, want to stay with them and things like that is yeah and so they just kind of springing it without without actually checking that this person understands that they may be like they may be in a position where they're being abused and they don't recognize it as abuse and they can be they can respond in shock in a way that's adverse enough that it actually makes it hard to help them out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I just think that the one thing I want to stress to, to those listening is, you know, if you're at your workplace and you see somebody, uh, you know, getting sexually harassed or uncomfortable, please please say something, speak up. I mean, especially men, you know, uh, a lot of women are afraid to say something, say something, and they get uncomfortable, and you know, it's that whole. Uh, men of power women are weak uh notion well that's still that still runs rampant unfortunately through our society it's also the fact that women are have been conditioned for women are conditioned to be weak and the lesser well that no i'm saying women have been conditioned over the years to not say anything so it's not the fact that we're necessarily afraid although i know a lot of people still are especially younger um younger women 18 17 19 20 who don't even know if what they're experiencing is quote unquote sexual harassment they just know they're uncomfortable uh-huh, right and it's yeah. but a lot of it is is a lot of it is a quid pro quo type deal too mm-hmm. where it's the boss yeah. you know it's the it's this person that's over you in a you know in like um ranking anyway yeah. you know like your boss or someone of uh, in a position of power and that you get that intimidating factor of, you know, what's going to happen to my job, what's going to happen to me, mm-hmm. um, you know, cause these people can humiliate you outside of your workplace too. And, um, you know, so, I mean, if you see something, 
please speak up, help people out, you know, like, because not everybody has, is strong enough to stand up on their own. They need, they need your help. Um, but that's all the time we got for this episode of the Dragon Cast. I want to thank Raven and Kona for coming on the show. It's been a great discussion uh, about some topics here today. And uh, by the way, uh, for those who don't know, um, this show is going to be a part of the domain starting in March. Uh, and uh, Raven and Kona are also going to be part of the domain as well. Mm-hmm. So you'll be, out, you'll be able to see some great content from both of them. And um, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, hopefully we'll have Victor back on the show with us next week. Uh, or, I'm sorry, the week after. That's right. Two weeks. <laughs> In two weeks. Thanksgiving. In two weeks. But uh, other than that, I hope everybody has a great holiday. Enjoy, enjoy the time with your family and friends. And uh, until next time. Yeah. Good yeah. luck. Have fun. See you guys.